Shalom Aleichem for the fourth day of Adar Rishon. Mishnah Yomi is in Ketuvot, beginning chapter 12. Hanose eta isha. A man marries a woman, Mazel Dov. Upaska imo kedei shiazon et bita hamesh shanim. And she made a stipulation with him. They were having a discussion, and they said, let's get married. And the husband agreed he will feed her daughter from a prior marriage for five years. So he's basically adopting her in the sense that he's adopting an obligation to provide for her, to feed and clothe and house her for five years. Hayav lezonah hamesh shanim. So guess what? He's obligated to provide for her as he stipulated before the marriage. Now, the Bartner points out they could put this into writing in a star, or they could make a formal Kenyan, a, a acquisition act, or if it was in front of two witnesses, it would be good enough, even a verbal declaration in front of two witnesses made before the marriage is good enough to be binding. Now, if you have any practical questions or interests in halachically valid prenuptial agreements, please consult your local Orthodox rabbi who is knowledgeable in these matters, preferably before the actual wedding takes place. Anyway, the Mishnah here goes on, Nisit la'acher. What if this wife, who made this condition, then divorced the first husband and married another man, Pasca Imo, and makes the same condition with the second husband, Kadesha Yazon et Bita Chameshanim, that he will provide for her daughter from the original marriage, that's, that's through the three husbands ago, for five years, again, if he made a binding agreement or is in front of witnesses, he is on the hook to do so. So now this girl, the daughter, is receiving support from two husbands, the ex-husband and the current husband. So the first husband, the first ex-husband now, he can't say, if she shows up at my doorstep, yes, I'll take her in, I'll feed her, you know, with the rest of the family. Rather, he has to bring her or send her the food, the wherever she is living with her mother. So he has to send food to the new husband's house, uh, like child support. And also, these two husbands, the ex-husband and the current husband, they can't come together and say, We will each go in halves and we will provide for her. She'll get one share of food and clothing uh, from both of us combined. One gives her the actual food. The other one gives her the cash value she would have needed for food. Now, Mishnah Bet continues this case. Niset, if she, the daughter now, gets married within these five years that she has this contractual benefit to get fed, obviously her husband now, who's married to the daughter, has to feed and provide for the daughter. The hen... And the husbands of her mother, the ex-husband and the current husband, or maybe they're both ex-husbands by this point, they have to continue sell, sending her the cash value of the food. They had a five-year contract to feed her. So now she is triple dipping. Metu, what if both of these husbands passed away and they left their own children who need support? So Hen, their actual daughters, Nizonot, they're fed from the unencumbered properties, from the assets that are actually within the estate, currently the estate of their deceased father. The he and the red-headed stepchild, the former stepchild, her contractual obligation to be fed from their estate would actually allow her to be paid 
from properties that that man, the deceased man, had sold. Because she is like a creditor, the Mishnah explains. So just like if somebody borrowed money while he owned a field, and then he later sold that field, and there's no money in the estate to pay up the loan, so the holder of that loan can go after that field to be paid his loan. So too, this contractual five-year obligation to feed this girl, she can go after uh, encumbered uh, Mishubad uh, properties that this the deceased had sold previously. And his own daughters, his own heirs, can't go after those properties to collect their own uh, food and support. It's a bit of an ironic situation. So the Mishnah here concludes, Hapikhim, those who are intelligent and are looking ahead, Hayukotvin, they would actually write out this agreement, al Minat, they would say, yes, I will feed and take care of your own daughter from a previous marriage. al Minat, on condition, Shazonet Bitech, I will feed your daughter Chameshanim for those five years. Kolzman Sha'at Imi, as long as you are with me. Meaning, the Gemara explains both the husband is alive and the wife is alive, and they're all living as one happy family. And this avoids the problem of the potential issue of double or triple dipping. And as always, we don't pass in halacha from the Mishnah, so consult your local Orthodox rabbi before you sign any binding contractual agreements or prenuptial uh, issues. Uh, as I gesund, and be well.